0: Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
1: Mike Tomlin Tuesday, some insiders like Adam Schefter and Jay Glazer floating out the idea that Mike could take a break from coaching. So if you've come to uh, despise Mike as a coach or if you're just uh, at wit's end when it comes to these press conferences and the things that he says, you might be in luck. Those guys think this might have been the last one today if they lose in Buffalo uh, this weekend. But I'm going to admit something about my feelings regarding Tomlin and how this game would shape my opinion of him. If they go, on and go into Buffalo and win without TJ Watt and beat a team that I really think, despite their uh, Super Bowl curse, never having won one, being one of these franchises that you can count on one hand, that just has a tortured history in the playoffs and seems to want to invent new ways to lose playoff games in heartbreaking fashion whenever they're there. I mean, that is the Buffalo Bills. Every Bills fan has that sense of dread that it's going to happen at a moment's notice when when everything's great there. It's just around the corner. The bottom falls out. If they go to Buffalo and beat this team with Mason Rudolph and without Watt, my opinion on Tomlin will be totally different. He'll have ended the playoff drought. He'll have scored a huge upset in the postseason. It will have made this season an incredible success, even though they will not have developed Kenny Pickett to be their franchise quarterback, which I thought was a pretty big aspect to this season. If they do it with Mason, that's another data point that Rudolph can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. So that's, that's my take on Tom. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but... If they I'm, won I'm, this game... I'm back and, in on him as a head coach if they beat Buffalo. And you'd be okay with a contract extension?
2: Yes. Absolutely. Yep. I'm surprised that one game would give you... Would change your opinion that much. I there's, guess. A
1: David, there's a David versus Goliath field in this game I'm for me. I'm surprised
2: that one game would change your opinion that much when I would think the sheer number of games where he has done things that have made you want to, like, shake him by the shoulders... Yep is exponentially greater. And so I personally wouldn't put that much weight in one game, no matter how gratifying it would be. I also think it would be far more impressive. So you wouldn't want to give him
1: an extension even if they beat Buffalo? It would be
2: far more impressive that he beat Buffalo with what started the season as his third-string quarterback, whether that guy's obviously playing the best ball at the position or not,
1: than beating him without TJ Watt. So if you were the owner of the Steelers, would you give him an extension right now before this game? Like, where would you be leaning? leaning, I would not be
2: giving him an extension before this game. Okay, if they win... You're still saying no? It wouldn't change my opinion. You beat Baltimore, you get to an AFC title game as the seventh seed. No seventh seed has ever even won the first game of the playoffs since since the advent. But you you beat two teams, including the number one seed, I start to feel a little better. But what I'm surprised more than anything you said in there is this, because I know that you are somebody smart enough about the NFL, very smart about the NFL to know that quarterbacks are what matter more than anything not developing a starting quarterback and having to say you've got an extra data point that maybe your presumptive third stringer at the start of the year or your actual third stringer might be an answer for you means that you have still not succeeded at the most important task that sort of secures your future as a franchise or makes you feel good about the next
1: 5 year window or thereabouts. I don't know, I don't I don't think I'd feel great about their next 5 years yet, but I would feel better about Tomlin and I would I would think that if the offensive coordinator hire does winning one game make you feel better
2: about his capacity to hire a good coordinator he still hasn't done it does winning one game make no. you feel better about some of his stubbornness with like in-game tendencies probably
1: a little bit yeah i mean if because that that will mean he will have he will have overcome that against a team that's much better than them like i do think that there are i do think there are examples of how winning a game versus losing a game changes perceptions about players or coaches for that matter and i in this in the, they are to me they are in such a uphill battle here they are such a huge underdog that i would man this to me would be one of the best wins in the nfl playoffs in years if they pull this off So like I I would be I think just I would be obtuse at that point if I'm just still like yelling at Cloud at Mike Tomlin if he's able to pull off a win like this. I guess what I'm surprised
2: by here is it would be an excellent win. It would reflect really, really well on him. But what I'm trying to avoid here is the tendency to say that winning a game like this, as great as it would be, and as much as then they're taking on Baltimore and a lot of people here maybe rightfully feel like that is a game they can absolutely win. I would feel that way, I think. Mm -hmm. I would too. I'm trying to avoid the temptation to say, well, that cures all the other things which are very real issues for him. Like, that are much longer term than over 60 minutes bring in the goods. You say one, winning one game can often change the perception of a player or other coaches. I think it's more of a legacy thing. If Ben Roethlisberger in his waning years, if they get in in 2018 and they don't falter that year, and Ben Roethlisberger gets a playoff crack at New England, they beat the Saints, they get in, and Ben Roethlisberger like, outguns Brady in a game like that, it totally changes my perce- – it knocks one thing completely off the ledger for him, no matter what happens after it, because he never did it. Yeah. But that's a legacy thing. I mean,
1: what if they when, lose to when, Arizona? There's not a drive at the end of the win is beating Seattle with like, a, the worst passer rating of it's all a, time.
2: It's a legacy thing.
1: But what you're saying for Tomlin
2: yeah, is more – it would be- change your perception on how he's doing his job in real time, like his, his immediate trajectory on the job. Whereas Benz is like that's just something you could have put as a notch in the, in the board there,
1: for him. I mean this would be such a Herculean win that I would, I would be forced to. I think don't you think if Mason Rudolph goes in there and throws four hundred yards and four touchdowns, it would change your opinion of him as a quarterback? Just one game.
2: It would be a match. Right? It would be a major data point for a guy that's only started with, right. like, 13 games. That's what I mean.
1: I think it's well, the type of on. thing that even, that even pushes the pendulum in the How other direction How many games for has coach? Mike coached?
2: How many games over seven years where he hasn't won a playoff game
1: has, you know, to right now? Well, that's... But the biggest... Mike's biggest problem for me is that he doesn't have any postseason success recently. So now if I give him that, then the other gripes are still there, but they're not enough for me to say that the guy... Is uh, unqualified or isn't up to the challenge of like leading the organization or being their coach anymore? I I would have I guess, to I'd have to amend a lot of that. Chris. I guess
2: I would have to say if I felt like them winning would be something that not only holy crap it's a win they did it they pulled off a major upset as the as the biggest long shot to win the Super Bowl and the biggest underdog and wild card weekend this year it would be a great thing. But what I feel like It was going to cause a change of heart in some of the ways he does business otherwise. Like, one of the most encouraging things he's actually done this year is acknowledge that Jalen Warren is too good to leave on the bench and have as a bell cow. And very late in the season here, I think he has reaped the benefits of that with maybe a fresher Najee Harris who's been a bell cow for them. But but I don't have a guarantee that him winning this game would change any of his
1: if, they, if they win, there's a pretty good chance things like Joey Porter Jr. shutting down Stephon Diggs happened. Nick Herbig, a fourth-round pick, stepping in for T.J. Watt and having a big game. Broderick Jones making sure that Mason Rudolph doesn't get killed. Najee Harris, a first-round pick, having a good game. George Pickens, somebody who looked like he was you know pretty much a cancer, cancerous malignant player getting his head screwed on straight. Many of those things, if not all of those things, would have to happen for them, in my opinion, to win this game. And so my, my perception of him as a head coach would change immensely because those would be his guys getting the job done in a situation like this. Just to play devil's advocate on this specific part, couldn't you say a lot of those
2: offensive players looking better as a result of putting in a quarterback that we both agree should have been in earlier? Sure. Yeah. Also, the other the first three guys you mentioned are draft picks. And if I felt like, and I do, I will give him this. I think he was more collaborative than some of his detractors wanted to suggest he would be with their draft process. That's why I think they have both Jones and Porter and not just Porter. Like if I felt that he would take a step back after the season, say we did a great job drafting. I think Andy and Omar have the right like direction on on how to build this roster. I'd feel great about it. I'd feel like they had a real good collaborative team in there. Donnie, just, I'm I, surprised that you are at base level here, yep. that you are letting one game. It's a huge have, game. i It's not the Super Bowl. It's a playoff game. I get it. But you are letting one game have an outsized influence
1: I, on your view of the man I would be, after
2: many games I where be, you have been frustrated. I, I think
1: this would be his best playoff win. I would be way more impressed with this win than beating a 9-7 and Cardinals team in the Super Bowl or a rookie quarterback in your stadium for the third time in the playoffs. Or Norv Turner's coach Chargers team, who always found a way to lose big games in January. This would be, in my opinion, his best playoff win. Not close, not even close. Jets and Mark Sanchez. I mean, keep going. Matt Moore and the Dolphins. Alex Smith uh, led team.
2: There's not. A, he's not beaten. AJ
1: McCarron, Bengals.
2: He's not beaten a marquee it's his quarterback. best playoff win. Well, he's not beaten a marquee quarterback in the playoffs since he beat Kurt Warner, who's in the Hall of Fame, and I know you don't think should
1: be. Yes. Josh oh, but Allen. We get Kurt Warner on the show sometimes, so say that quietly, please.
3: Is Flacco, I, I guess it could be probably Rivers, the second-best quarterback he's ever been. in the playoffs? It's Rivers.
1: It's Rivers, yeah. I think Rivers is one, and you're saying Flacco, too? Well, I'm
3: saying behind Kurt Warner.
1: Yeah, so Warner won Rivers. Man, I would make, uh eh, I'd put Warner ahead of Rivers. but Warner at his
3: best cooked, dude.
1: Yeah, but the problem is he had like three good years as a starting quarterback in the league, lost his job to Mark Bulger, but again, I don't want to go down that road. You had to play a game for your life. I'd pick Warner. You're right. Okay. Um, but I also, if I had to win a game for my life, I'd take Bo Jackson over Jerome Bettis, and I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame over JB. Well, I'd take Heinz Warner. Oh, forget it. Donnie, do you, how about you, in your opinion, changing on Tomlin if they win?
3: I mean, That's it, would, a cha- ten point it dog. would change a little bit, but I, I wouldn't go from being somebody that said, all right, it's time to move on from this guy a month ago and... They win some games down the stretch, and they happen to win a playoff game. Like, all right, coach for life. I'm ready to. I'm not saying stamp that though. That on, but
1: I mean, just like we're just like my just like minds are being changed on Mason Rudolph with every good game. I think the same thing should be true with our head coach. Yeah,
3: I mean, I I, I would you know kind of nod to myself and think like, all right, like he, you know, he's not what we're all. Does he deserve a contract a extension ago? if
1: they win? If you were in charge. No. Still no. Um, I'd want to
2: see him Damn. hire a good offensive coordinator. I'd want to see like that some of the very valid complaints we've had locally that we bitch and moan about rightfully when national people gloss but over. But he's not
1: going to be able to hire an offensive coordinator until his contract situation gets figured out, Chris. True, which means I guess they'd have to give him
2: one. But
3: I, I, I will say this. If they would happen to go out there Sunday and actually win the game convincingly, like it's the other way, like the Steelers win the game by 10 – Buffalo never looks like they're in it, then I think that also changes things. Like, I know the Steelers hate going with style points, but if the complete opposite of what people expect to happen would actually happen, like Mike Tomlin's defense in the playoffs just shuts down Josh Allen, shuts down the Bills' offense, they move up and down the field, Mm -hmm. they win the game by two scores, it's not even as close as it appears That changes a lot for me, too. That's the point where I'm thinking, okay, Mike Tomlin still has a whole lot of juice They win the game
1: by one point on a Chris Boswell field goal. It's still their best playoff win under Tomlin.
3: I mean, I think it is. I mean, I never really thought about the entire lineage of playoff wins that he's had. They've never been
2: this big of an underdog and won the game. You can just say that very easily under him in the playoffs.
3: Yeah, I mean, it would probably be— How many times have they been this big
1: of an underdog, period, under Tomlin and won? I think they beat Tampa Bay here with Brady as a I huge underdog. I, I didn't think they were.
3: Maybe they were. I can find it out. And it would have to be the, the franchise's best playoff win since that Colts game, right? Has he won a playoff game where they weren't favored? I don't think he would have. They definitely would have been favored
2: at home against the Ravens and the Chargers in the 08 run. Favored against Arizona. Underdog against the Packers in the Super Bowl loss. Favored against the Jets for sure. Yeah, they it's were Sanchez. You're right.
1: They've been favored in everyone.
2: Were they favored against Kansas City going they into that, that hell hole? They were.
1: I'm pulling that up right now. Favored against that. Matt Moore for sure. Uh, I'm going to say that line was three and a half, but let me just double check that. I'm sure it was. No, Kansas City was favored. Well, Two and a half. Well, well, well. Good job, Chris. Well, did you say that Kansas City was favored?
2: I said I thought they they might have been but I didn't say Chiefs that Chiefs minus were. two and a half. I bet the Steelers that day. I'm only surprised to hear you say, as somebody who I think has been his most vocal public critic in the media locally. Fair I is
1: fair. I've ripped him for not winning playoff I n- games. I
2: understand that. I understand that. I am just surprised that one playoff win
1: internet uses during times of congestion.